Welcome to Beyond Narratives, and welcome to our first episode. I've got my co-host here, the ever-vigilant Chris Nonis from Down Under, and I'm Al, straight out of NYC, the ever-hardcore leftist. Combined, we are Beyond Narratives, the podcast that combats the CIA MIC propaganda matrix and gives you a viewpoint you will not hear anywhere else. We'll also tackle stories that emanate from the nexus of the culture wars, finance, tech, and of course, politics. So, let's get started. Hey Chris, what's on your mind this week? It's obviously very hard to uh, step over this one. The biggest story of the week is uh, bombing Syria. So, uh, let's take this away. Go for it, man. This guy's out of control. Okay. So, it didn't take, a, how, how long did it take? 37 days. days. 37 days. 37 days. He actually bom- he bombed Syria on my birthday. What a freaking prick. <laughs> That's the perfect birthday gift. I oh, mean, it's a gift that keeps guess, giving. Uh, yeah, I know. The Biden is the gift that keeps on giving. So, um, this time, this time, so um, he went and flattened a bunch of facilities in the corner of um, Syria and um, Iran. And um, I'm assuming. This is, uh, okay, so there's a number of things things that come to my mind here. Okay, the first one is uh, a week before this bombing happened, uh, we were hearing in the news that uh, Iran is uh, somewhat reluctant to come to the table with uh, the United States for the Iran nuclear deal, which is, you know, it's all noble and shit. That's how uh, Democrats are selling it to the rest of the world. So now... Uh, now, if you are to step beyond the narrative, uh, we, we have to just uh, talk about uh, uh, this being a strategy to uh, for, uh, force Iran to come back to the nuclear deal. So they're, they're bombing the shit out of a country <laughs> to uh, get them into some sort of, a, you know, highly uh, <coughs> orchestrated peace deal to, ma- uh, to make themselves look good. But how are they going to like orchestrate a peace deal if they're bombing the same people? That that's the thing. So the, this bomb, this bombing shit, the, the, this bombing shit, it, it's all done as a as a strong arm tactic to get a, a certain country to submit into a a certain type of a peace deal. So uh, I mean, I'm assuming that this is this is one of the reasons that they are bombing. This has something to do with the fallout from the peace deal. They want Iran to be back on the peace deal, so they're uh, so they are you they they are saying that this is a retaliation method. But uh, do do you know what they're retaliating about? They said that insurgents were like, but there's no like proof of anything. And on top of that, like it's funny how they like Trump still like reigns looms in the background because they hate Trump so much. Why they? Why are they trying to derail the peace deal? Like, it was their peace deal. It was a Democrat's peace deal. Now they're trying to pull some Republican peace deal, which means that I think it's more like Biden trying not to be Obama. Yeah, because, you know, that guy, what's our favorite fascist in the Middle East, uh, Netanyahu? He said that he's really happy with the bombing. And he goes, okay. Biden's not Obama. I love it. So, okay, so um, uh, it's my understanding that... Uh, Netanyahu and, and the company, I mean, they are a lot of things, but what they are not uh, is stupid. So they, they really do want to go ahead with this peace deal because um, 
they really want to go, go ahead with this nuclear deal because they want to open Iran to uh, their whole. Uh, mm, they, they've re they're starting to realize that Iran is kind of a loose cannon, but also there's a lot of money to be made in Iran, a lot of gender hormones to be sold. Yeah, Are you so, sure about um, that, though? Because I always thought mm -hmm. that uh, Nate Neo is like incensed by Iran, and then they'll never like they're looking for a fight. Mm, oh, oh, oh the, 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 so so they've been passive aggressive in the past about this, but uh, I think uh, they they are a very calculated uh, group of people uh, in Israel. And they are starting to realize that this nuclear deal, yeah, you can, uh, you know, go a bit back and forth. But at the end of the day, they do want to make sure that Iran doesn't uh, is not in a situation where they they can uh, fire a nuke at uh, at Israel. And um, I think at the I the, what I get is that they, 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 of course they are divided in the, you know the the fractions in the United States and the, the Zionist fractions in the United States and Israel. But I think at the end of the day, they want to go through with it. I, I'm uh, I'm quite sure that they have want some sort of a deal to happen. So, so they they do want it. But they so let's talk about the original nuclear deal for a little. So why did this fall out? Of course, Trump had a big major reason to. Trump was a major player, but but there were also some legitimate concerns about the original nuclear deal uh, in the sense of there weren't some. Uh, very important clauses not included in the original nuclear deal, right? For example, there was no um, ICBM or certain types of ballistic delivery methods were not included in the original nuclear deal, and they want to have those um, in it. So it's funny how they want to rewrite terms of deals they've made. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So uh, yeah, so those uh, there were those were the reasons why uh, those were the, at least the official reasons that were given for pulling out of the Iran nuclear deal. So I'm not too sure what type of nuclear deal Biden is uh, going after now. But uh, but uh, yeah, so that's the premise of, I think, why the attacks were done to, um, to get Iran on the table for a nuclear deal uh, based on some attacks that uh, the Iran militia has. Uh, so I don't know, Iran-backed Syrian militia that has uh, carried out in the U.S., but were these attacks carried out uh, uh, during the Biden well, administration, it, or was it? If you think about this, right, no matter when it's been carried out, first of all, it's Iranian militias welcomed by Syria, right? So Syria says, "Come out of our country. We are in that country illegally, right? And we're being pissed that people are bombing us in a country that we're occupying completely illegally. This is not even like Iraq. This is like they've just been there for like seven years or whatever, right? And and, and, you know, they gave Russia four minutes notice that we're going to bomb, right? And even the Russian foreign minister, Lavrov, said, he was like, well, you may as well have not told us. The thing is, like, these guys, I mean, like, we thought Trump was, like, going to, you know, I mean, he wasn't the Russian stooge. In fact, he he, he actually went more, he, 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 he scrapped all those, uh, he didn't, he allowed all those treaties to lapse, remember? The START treaties or the nuclear treaties and stuff like that with all those, you know, missile reduction treaties. And the thing is... Um, now he he made things like much more provocative with Russia, and if these guys were to just, I think there was a, a thing a few years ago where they bombed like some place and had some Russians killed. I don't know if you remember that. I think it happened, right? I'm 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 fuzzy on the details, but if something like that, what if they were like to just drop the bomb in the wrong place and like kill a whole platoon of Russians? I mean, what's gonna happen then? You know, it's like so. 
<laughs> so uh, I did see some shit libs arguing on Facebook about this, and this is something we need to bring up because I think we need to discuss about how to how people should respond when they see this type of arguments in social media. <coughs> right. And, and the question he posed was, "What would your proposed method of retaliation be if if your um, if U.S. personals were targeted by rockets?" So, um, so the, the, this thread went on for a while now, and uh, I, I think it, it's worth addressing this because, uh, of course, we, we the, the, there are numerous things you can say. You know, how about get the fuck out of that country or whatever? Yeah, why are you there? That, 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 that that's not pragmatic uh, in, in terms of where we stand right now, right? So, so yeah, so 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 let's talk about it. What would, you know, what would your proposed method of retaliation be? If your facilities were, you know, attacked by an Iranian-backed militia. Well, I mean, the thing is, again, my my, uh, it it's. T- I think that's still a canard, though, honestly, because the premise is false, right? We're there illegally, so anything that happens to you is not based in any kind of like logic. You're in someone else's country, and there's a third country attacking you because they've been invited in by the si- by the country you're in, right? It's like Iraq, like when we went in there. There was all these, what was like a year and a half of like just suicide bombings or two or three years of it. Remember? We had almost four, 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 four and a half thousand people die. And the only retaliation to that was to drop more bombs. And then the cycle of violence continues. Simple as that. So uh, I'm not for one like, you know what? Get the hell out of there. That's the solution. Of course, I'm like a peacenik, so I'll say that. Okay, so someone said no country was bombed. It's a, so what would you say to that? No country was bombed. Yeah. What do you mean by that? So they they didn't go and bomb a country. They bombed a bunch of facilities at the border. That's well, they're, they're bombing in Syria. Yeah. I mean, is it, you cannot bomb a country. Any place you drop a bomb, there will be a country there. Unless you're bombing like the middle of the ocean or something. Um, what if someone says, okay, here you go. So I'm reading the thread. And Syria clearly has something to do with Iran militias. And so what would you say to that? If Syria what? Come again? Syria, Syria clearly had something to do with the Iran militias. Oh my God, I'm sorry. We might have to... Sorry, this, uh, this stupid on. phone started talking. I'm going to start again. <laughs> yeah, Siri, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah mine too. So, so, so <laughs> this guy says, Syria clearly had something to do with Iran militias. So how would you retaliate the, uh, under those circumstances, he says? Well, so it's okay if Syria did because Syria and Iran are allies. It's like saying like if America and UK are allies and, you know, like if they're bombing, I mean, like they're bombing a bunch of people in Iran, Iraq. I mean, it's the same logic. I mean, they're they're combined against you. You should get out of there. It's simple as that. There's only one uh, answer. Get out. Get out. There's no reason they're there. Yeah. In fact, now they're, they're, they might, they're, they said that they bomb like these Iranian-backed militias who are the enemy of ISIS. And they're literally now talking about Biden going to be funding ISIS again, just like Obama did. Mm. So, <laughs> so um, ha, ha, Al Qaeda. Okay, so getting out of Iraq, why haven't, why aren't they doing it yet? Like, they've been. Uh, in, uh, do you remember last year they said they were they wanted them out and they said they're going to give them a deadline? I think it's this year sometime the deadline to get out, and they're not doing it. They're not getting out. The, the, how many are there right now? There's, I think there's a few thousand. People. Yeah, it's just a couple of thousand, right? Yeah. So, um, so they have they 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 spent like a half a billion on an embassy or something like that, right? So no, I think uh, not half a billion. They spend billions, maybe. I think. Billions. I yeah, think it's it's the size of the Vatican, the embassy. Shit. You can see it from space, apparently. 
<laughs> but yeah, right. it's one of the most expensive. They they made a movie about it. Remember Green Zone? Mm-hmm. Matt Damon yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I still I, I I'm just wondering. So so they're only there because I I'm assuming they're only there because of Iran, right? They're only there because of Iran. No, they're there for the oil. Right the, uh, the MNCs are in there. Are, remember, the job was uh, to get the oil companies in. That they did that job. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, the uh, I think the pro, I think what they fear the most right now is that Iraq is in very good um, talking terms with China and the and Iran leave, because it's the the leadership yeah, is aligned yeah. with Iran. Remember? Yeah. And Saddam was around. So, it was the other way around. So, so there's going to be sort of massive projects. Uh, the Belt and Road Initiative. Of course, is, you uh, can't have that. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, at the end of the day, gotta have an enemy, man. Life's not complete without one. America equals we must have an enemy every like three years. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I, I was um, uh, wondering, you know, just uh, yesterday uh, the, the, there was an argument that was going on between two people about. Uh, uh, I, I'm assuming that uh, you know when you look at the other uh, other peace deals, peace deals that happen in this region, sort of like the Qatar Saudi Arabia one. So just just to go have a little bit of history uh, on this, I know that Saudi Arabia at some stage tried to invade Qatar, and uh, then uh, but Qatar got uh, uh, got assistance from places like Turkey. Sorry, and, uh, can you loop back? Yeah. Can you loop back? I lost you for a minute. Sorry, but I pressed the wrong button. Uh, start with the Saudi Arabia uh, peace deal. So okay, so uh, we hear a lot of Trump chads touting about this peace deal between Saudi Arabia and um, Qatar. And uh, I, th- I think uh, we can have a little bit of understanding of U.S. foreign policy in the Middle East. Uh, we're looking at this particular conflict as well. So uh, I'm assuming that another reason why the United States uh, loves being in places like Iraq is they get a, a lot of control on the airspace and the and also the land space and probably the sea space as well. Uh, that keeps uh, certain countries from uh, developing trade routes uh, across in this region. So, a classic example is uh, so this U.S. peace deal bit, uh, between uh, Qatar and uh, Saudi Arabia. So, just to have a little bit of history on this one, I know that uh, Saudi Arabia tried to invade Qatar, and uh, Qatar, uh, I think, uh, it got the help from Turkey and. Uh, since then, these two nations haven't been in good terms. But what Saudi Arabia did was they cut off the airspace for Qatar. So, yeah. so, so I think uh, planes can't fly over Saudi Arabian airspace. This has and I think hurt. and also UAE as well. Yeah, so this has actually hurt uh, Qatar uh, like like crazy. I mean, yeah, they are rich, but uh, the fact that they can't use that airspace is actually tremendously disadvantageous to them. Because that is a vital key area. So, what uh, what the Trumps did was they um, they they brokered this deal. But you can see that at the same time, the reason why it happened was because Qatar approached the Kushners, and uh, the Kushners were in a lot of debt, uh, real estate debts. I think the six 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 Park Avenue or something like that. They were they were on the uh, they, they had a lot of real estate debts and. Uh, uh, Qatar, I, you can see that they bailed out a lot of this, uh, a lot of these Kushner debts uh, in turn for this, uh, in turn for um, Qatar saying, "Look, can you, uh, can you, uh, uh, can you lift the 
blockade on this airspace and and this is what they they are boasting as a peace deal some sort of a you know meaningless conflict being resolved uh, at uh, massive uh, you know bribes and corruption so um i think also when you look at uh, uh, trump's uh, refusal to uh, uh, trump's refusal to uh, launch a bipartisan uh, investigation into shogi's death I mean, I mean, there, there was a guy who came on Joe Rogan who spoke extensively about how Khashoggi was murdered and, uh, you know, how he was cooked and everything and how he, he was uh, taken out of bed. And there's a massive bipartisan call to for an investigation, but uh, Trump has actually, uh, uh, personally, you know, he's responsible for keeping going, uh, carrying out this investigation. And and Saudi Arabians, uh, Saudi Arabia completely relied on Trump. Well, didn't so that report come out yesterday about that? Oh, I'm not too sure. I'll yeah. look at that. Actually. The Khashoggi yes, report is like some, well, it's a CIA report, but they're saying that it was yes. uh, ordered by MBS. And mm. uh, I guess now yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess now that yeah, Trump he, is not in charge, uh, these yeah. guys, but the, here's the reason, the reason they're so into this Khashoggi stuff, you know why? Because he's one of the elites. He's one of those DC mm. insider elite journalists who hang out at the country club, like Blasey Ford, yeah. like he raped yeah. me, that kind of shit. Yeah. So if yeah. it happened to like any kind of like Tara Reid, like go to hell. But if it yeah. if it happened to like say if Max Blumenthal got like freaking chopped up in an embassy somewhere, they wouldn't give a shit. But because it's Khashoggi and he's like this insider, like DC insider who's like you know frequenting in the with the jet set, that's why. Yeah. Because the thing is, it affects them. They like, oh, I could be next. This guy could murder yeah. me. That's all it is. Yeah. It's like the capital yeah. wide. It happens so close to home that that's why it's such a big deal. You think the average person cares about Khashoggi? Yeah, no. Yeah. But uh, but of course, yeah, yeah, that that's that's all probably true. But uh, what I what I was uh, going back to the, what I was saying was that I think you you will you will see if everything falls apart for Trump, if at some point so that and you need some protection. You will see he, him living somewhere in the UAE or uh, <laughs> Saudi Arabia because these are the type of uh, this, this, this is uh, it, it's kind of very easy to connect the dots about uh, Trump's Middle Eastern policy based on how he has personally enriched himself and uh, him and his family and the favors he's done and back and forth uh, and uh, this is uh, this was one of those occasions where it was very transparent uh, the Khashoggi murders I mean it, it's it's a shit straight out of a movie. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? Also, Just Trump uh, never hit it, yeah. right? Like these guys, like yeah. Biden and stuff, they yeah. do the same thing, but they're more slick at... Well, they're not oh, slick. Yeah. They do the standard yeah. oil politics. Like yeah. they know how to sort of cover it up in a way where everyone knows it's been covered up, but it's not as obvious yeah. as Trump did it, right? Mm, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I think it's... So that's what... Uh, so t- tying it back to my, what I was... I'm original, I think I know I went off on a tangent here. But uh, tying it back to the original, so that, that that's probably uh, how I view Trump's uh, Middle Eastern policy based on what I saw with uh, the peace deal uh, plus uh, what, what I saw with what he wanted in Iraq and uh, everything else. It, uh, <laughs> it was a very personalized thing for him. So, so when Trump did all of the stuff, like there's a tweet from Jen Psaki, right, from 2017 where she goes... Syria is a foreign, uh, sovereign country. You can't just bomb it, right? And now, of course, they're yeah. bombing it, right? And yeah. the squad is completely cocked and quiet. Ilan Omar replied to that tweet by saying, good question. But, like, what do yeah. you mean good question? You're in charge. You need to be answering yeah. these questions. What are you asking us for? So this 
squad and Bernie is like, you know, in cloud nine. You can't find him anywhere. I think he's in the basement <laughs> tied to a chair. Yeah, actually, we, we, I, will, I will talk about Bernie in a bit because I did uh, I sort of get, uh, had a bit of involvement last night. Uh, I, I made some a few points about Bernie but in regards to this uh, issue and uh, in regards to his, uh, his whole uh, foreign policy thing. But uh, fuck, I really want to get back. I, I had a point. I was going to come around uh, 360 <laughs> with the Trump and Khashoggi thing. <laughs> and uh, I, just, I just lost my train of thought now. Um, so what was I saying? Yeah, so... It'll come back. We can always edit it in. Okay, no worries. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, anyway, yeah. So, yeah, we, it'll come back. Okay. So, uh, anyway, getting back to Bernie. So, Bernie released a statement... Uh, Yesterday, uh, it was about uh, how he's uh, concerned about this and that, and um, you know about the bombing without the congressional approval, blah blah blah. So he was going on forever. No, it's, so it's, it was it's just a letter, right? Senator Bernie Sanders, United States, he has made issued a statement. But uh, you know, I, I wanted to say that he's uh, okay. So he, he's expressed his concern about it. But but this is the thing. Even the squad and everyone else, these people are so. You know, the, just the talk is cheap. So they'll put it out there just for the record. You know what? I did release a statement. I did say this. I did say that. I did like someone's tweet opposing it. Now that that counts right. as well. You yeah. know, that, that's, that's, that's a voting record now, apparently. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. So, that's all you need. Yeah, so, yes. Uh, uh, it's yeah, easier so, because uh, when you're looking at that, it's uh, you won't get disturbed from brunch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the talk is cheap because when, when you look at Bernie Sanders, I know... We think Bernie Sanders is some sort of an anti-war candidate because, you know, he milks this one hit wonder to death about how he didn't uh, vote for the 2003 Iraq invasion. But, uh, you know, uh, th th that is just uh, one special occasion. But uh, if, if you want to see, uh, you know, like he has voted for countless NDA. Didn't he vote for Libya you know? as well? Yeah, yeah, he voted for Libya. Actually, this yeah. is something I picked up from Hillary Clinton. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I, I can't stand this bitch, but yeah. I think there's, I do owe her a debt of gratitude because, uh, you know, she did uh, come out and say, with all due respect, Senator, you voted for that uh, war that, uh, you know, then that caused the regime change in that country because they, they were having this debate and he tried to, you know, this was a pot calling the kettle black kind of a moment where, he, uh, you know, she tried to, uh, he tried to have a go at her. And this was a slightly different Hillary Clinton from the Hillary Clinton we know now. She was more of a, she would not say anything and she'd sort of say it back if you kind of corner her to a wall, <laughs> kind of Hillary Clinton. You know, and she was like that for, for a very long time, I'm not going to lie. It's only like in the recently that she's become batshit crazy, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, so because she was more of a, Sure, you know, I don't need to attack you if you attack me type of a candidate. Well, what would you do if your monster yeah, that yeah. you created, Trump, yeah. turned on you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so uh, she was getting attacked by him uh, at this uh, debate. And she said, I'll tell you exactly what she said. Uh, she's, she's, uh, so I said, with all due respect, Senator, you voted for the regime change uh, we, with respect to Libya, you joined the Senate in voting to get rid of Gaddafi, uh, and you asked uh, that the, the, you asked that there be a Security Council validation of uh, that with a resolution 
So yeah, so there, there you go. She kind of uh, uh, told him that uh, during the debate, and he, he didn't ever come back. You know, it was uh, it was a. He's <laughs> controlled the opposition. Is he yeah, was there it, as it just like to be to yeah. give you an impression that there's some kind of resistance? There is none. He's he. Where is he now? He's nowhere to be found. This this is not even a real war. This is like complete illegal action. No permission. That was at least a NATO war. This is like a. We'll just bomb you. We don't care about anybody. Who who's gonna stop us? And, and there was someone else that pointed out to me that there was a roll call for the uh, and uh, not only did Bernie vote to confirm uh, to confirm the torture apologies and drone warrior Avril Haines as the internal intel director, but he also voted in favor of paving the way for Raytheon board of oh, director yeah. Lloyd Austin yeah. to become the defense secretary. Yeah. So um, you know what? When and, and when Trump did that, they nailed him to the cross because Trump did the same mm. waiver where one of his one of his guys, I think Mad Dog, was also a freaking lobbyist or whatever, and he was also like, uh, you know, coming straight off like. But what? Uh, but the thing is, like Bernie, just like he vote. If he's gonna vote for Avril Haines, who who was the person who who actually uh, oversaw the the crime of the Senate computers being hacked by the NSA, remember? Right? Mm-hmm. The CIA, CIA yeah. actually hacked these uh, Senate computers that were investigating them, right? Especially it's in that yeah. movie, The Report with Adam Driver. But uh, she was the one who, like, allowed it to go unpunished, Right. What yeah, makes yeah, you think? Yeah, yeah. What makes you think he won't vote for Neera Tandon? She's like a she's <laughs> nothing compared to this Avril Haines. Avril Haines is like a yeah. criminal. And, and we also actually, while we are on this topic, we, we can we can actually dive a bit more deeper. You know, his state of Vermont. When you, when you look at it, it's one of the biggest benefactors of the military industrial complex. I mean, we can talk about the F thirty five, but we, we can sort of uh, you know we can leave that a little bit. Uh, we can save that for the last. I mean, look at the other stuff. Like, if you go all the way back to the 90s, uh, he had sweetheart deals with uh, companies like uh, General Electric. I remember. Uh, so there's a there was a report that Mayor Sanders, when he was the mayor of um, uh, of the Burlington, yeah. yeah. So so he sent cops to arrest people protesting the General Electric plant in Burlington. Oh, that's so that, socialist uh, of him. Yeah, that was making uh, Gatlin guns being used uh, by death squads in Latin America. So, so it, there was this one reporter who was there at the time. He he says that it is hard to think of another politician who would be willing to anger general elected trick while running for president. But Sanders wasn't willing to anger GE while he was the mayor, preferring instead to accuse peace protesters of being anti-worker. Then in 1999, Sanders uh, had a peace activist protesting in support of NATO, uh, protesting his support of NATO bombing. Yeah, he did in that. In Kosovo, arrested for trespassing at his Burlington office. And uh, we can talk about the F-35 itself. I mean, uh, I mean, this guy has consistently supported the F-35 even in the face of massive grassroots opposition from the working class well, Vermont. Well, forget that. Uh, the, uh, yeah. uh, the U.S. Army or the Air Force or whatever came out with a report last week. They actually yeah. said the F-35 was a complete waste of money. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. I mean, it, it, uh, I mean f- and this guy always talks about the bloated defense budget. And what about the F-35, Bernie, huh? Yeah. It's um, funny you mentioned that yeah. he, he actually uh, supported a company making Gatling guns that was used uh, by South American uh, death squads because wasn't yeah. he on the side of Sandinistas, right? 
yeah, he's on the yeah, side yeah. of the Sandinistas, but his own guns are shooting them with the death squads yeah. after the Sandinistas. And also, this guy likes to talk about workers' rights, you know, straight out of uh, fucking Marxist books. So let's talk about the workers' rights that, uh, you know, the, the biggest violation of workers' rights right now we can see visible in America, the cancel culture, which is pretty oh much, you God. know, the, yeah, I mean, cancel culture is a violation of workers' rights because when your boss can fire you for a belief uh, because it can in- impact the stock market, uh, where are the workers' rights in that? You know what I mean? I mean, uh, uh, how, how are you fighting for workers' rights, burning you pipsqueak when you have strategically kept quiet on the cancel culture out of fear of trespassing, you know, your little uh, pitchfork boys and girls on Twitter? So, I mean, if the if workers' rights is one of the... And there's, uh, and the unions and this and that, this is one of his biggest talking points, right? So, yeah, so at least back up what you're preaching by uh, <laughs> speaking against the biggest violation of workers' rights we currently see, at least, you know, the most visible violation of workers' rights we see in the media right now is cancel culture. Hey, did you think of your Khashoggi point again? Oh, yeah, yeah, actually, actually, Khashoggi point, yeah. I, th- I think uh, we, uh, we often hear about the, the Trump supporters talking about peace deals in the Middle East, uh, uh, and uh, for the most part, they keep talking about the uh, Qatar and uh, Saudi Arabia peace deal because for the most part, they don't understand the history of, you know, what a meaningless little, uh, you know, corrupt little deal this is that was, uh, it, it's sort of like a problem created to enrich uh, a certain group of people and, and no one's really affected by this peace deal because <laughs> neither countries are poor and uh, most, uh, and this is a very much a manufactured uh, conflict uh, that had a very little basis of any kind of human rights violations. So, so this peace deal doesn't really benefit a lot of the poor, or the helpless, or the needy. And there's no, there was no real war. This peace deal is very much something that is something that 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 stopped the people in Qatar from getting richer <laughs> that, that's all. So uh, and that that was that's sort of the argument I I was seeing from. Uh, People are on the right yesterday. You know, Trump worked this, Trump worked that, and you know he was a he was a, a good guy. He, he was a peace a peaceful candidate. He didn't have wars, but you know we we know this is all bullshit because uh, I saw uh, I think a tweet from Abby Martin replying to Donald Trump Jr. Your your dad extended uh, the drone bombings and uh, uh, every existing war by a massive you know a massive percentage. Oh, yeah. so in some cases, four or five times. So. so so, so, the, so there's really the you know the, yeah. So the Biden is merely just carrying out the same shit that Trump was uh, carrying out. So this is not actually exactly a you know victory for the Trump tards. <laughs> you know the, I know that they, they are all sort of coming out right now and uh, uh, pretending to be something they are not. I mean they they they've, they've all been supporting these wars right throughout, and some of them aren't. But they all have this notion that. Uh, Biden's just starting something that uh, you know something that uh, Biden's failing uh, uh, in some way that Trump's succeeding. But uh, this is completely untrue. Biden's just carrying out. Well, I what also saw that Trump, Trump, was Trump out, Jr. Yeah. was actually had the gall to say at the end, like when his dad finished his term and lost the election, uh, he said, yeah. "Oh, my dad, he didn't start any new wars." It's funny to see a right winger say that, you know, like. Like this guy, they can't find anything good to say about Trump. So they're like, they're using our, like, you know, the left wing talking point about how Biden was better. Than, I mean, how Trump didn't start like seven wars like Obama did. But that doesn't make 
Trump any better. He expanded every other war. He he it, dropped that mother of all bombs in Afghanistan in months. Remember, twenty six thousand pound bomb. He dropped yeah, on the mountainside no, no. and like eviscerated it. Jeez. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I was so I was uh, looking at it from a aerial point of view. That that bomb, Jesus Christ! Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like it's almost bomb. like a nuke for the people on the yeah. ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. I shouldn't be laughing, but it's just like it's, 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 so. It's, he did it because it's vibrations. Yeah. Well, because he yeah. was compensating for his own like limp dick or whatever. But, but, but the thing is, you know what? That's the thing, right? This can this whole shit lip mob. They get triggered by that. How dare you use a bomb to for your own ego? If we do it for corporations, it's all good. If you do it for like we're funding ISIS, Al Nusra, Al Qaeda, and do all this geopolitics shit, and when it looks very like technocratic, like Obama did it, it's it's uh, he's super statesman. But if he did it for himself, bad person, bad orange man. Yes, I heard that one of those bombs cost like thirty million dollars or something like that. It, That's because, right. Uh, they pay, they paid Raytheon. 300 million or something for the 10 they have in the arsenal so uh, yeah so um I, yeah so yeah so this war with syria is an ongoing thing so it's not a new conflict but it's definitely something that can well uh, it's, don't forget be, don't yeah. forget the real reason right i think we've forgotten yeah. the real reason you remember do you remember the real reason it was hugely p- uh, promoted in 2016 but nobody remembers it now it was all for the a pipeline hell? remember <coughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's the, it was all for the Keystone. Uh, yeah. No, it's Keystone. <laughs> I'm talking about what was uh, what's the other one? The Russian one. Yeah, the they were competing one. with the uh, Russian one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so I can't remember. I can't remember the name. It starts with O, o right? Um, I've forgotten. Uh, but I, I know it's for yeah. like the, that's all it's for because they need to. You yeah. know, they they want to just you know bypass. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously pipelines are the cheapest way to get oil across to Europe. So yeah. Yeah, and 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 seriously, it's what Nord Stream, yeah, Nord Stream, yeah. So Nord Stream pipeline, Nord Stream two. So Russia had to build Nord Stream two or something. Yeah, and it, it, this is really no one's business as well because uh, the Europeans, especially countries like Germany, you know, they want the gas from Russia because it keeps them. So it oh, Russia is like the biggest that, provider yeah. in Germany, I think, for for natural it, gas and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it solves a huge problem for them because. There are a lot of old people who can't afford uh, uh, the current gas prices and all, and uh, this is helping them. So, you know, these people are trying to stop it because they want to establish a monopoly, and they will do exactly the fucking thing they did in Texas once they do this. So so they are going to start supplying the Europeans uh, their shit, and their shit's not going to be delivered on time. And then what's going to happen is they're going to see all these old people who can't afford to keep their house warm they, they're going to freeze themselves uh, with hypothermia and oh, all that capitalism shit. right uh, come on yeah yeah but unlike with uh, texas i know everybody's like you know you won't see aoc flying over with a you know <laughs> with a with a fundraiser when europeans yeah. start dying of cold they'll be like uh, oh you know what it, that, that is happened but that is the price you have to pay for climate change and you'll see greta thunberg <laughs> coming out and yeah. you know talking about how great it is that people are freezing to death uh, um, you know, without the Russian gas, uh, yeah, they, they will all spin it in that way. I mean, uh, I, I know, I know, I'm kind of being somewhat sarcastic here, but a lot of the time when I am, those those things <laughs> turn out to be true well, because we are living a parody, right? We're now. also yeah. talking about the military-industrial yeah. yeah. complex. You'll never see yeah. Thunberg ever talk about yeah. how the 1,000 military bases around the planet are the number one cause of freaking climate change. Mm. Like all these yeah. bases and all these, you know, these, this, this, the U.S. military-industrial complex basically is the lead, one of the leading causes. But I wanted to just uh, circle back from this bombing because he did two things. He did the bombing, right? 
Yeah. And he used the leak the lamest limp dick excuse to not pass the $15 minimum wage. The parliamentarian says he can't do it. First of all, uh, it's just an advisory recommendation. I mean, if the yeah. parliamentarian was so powerful, wouldn't he be the president? And the VP can immediately remove that comment and go like, we don't care. We'll do. They have the numbers, right? It's because they don't yeah. want to do it. So this is like Trump. Trump would say, I'm not going to do it. And the shit libs would be like, oh my God, he's so bad. But here, the parliamentarian said you can't do it. So Biden is powerless. He can't do anything. Typical democratic stage spinelessness, which will... Of course, make the shit lips go, well, he tried. It's the Republicans. No, it's not the Republicans. They're in the minority. There's no way the Democrats cannot pass anything. They could, like, eliminate student debt. They could, they could. I mean, he was he was asked in a town hall, hey, are you going to, um, we need at least $50,000 uh, eliminated from student debt. Oh, I can't. I won't do that. I mean, the guy's a ghoul, man. Have you looked at, he even looks like one now. It, it, mm. No one's seen him. He's he's come for like one staged operation, uh, photo op in the CNN town hall. But I saw a picture of him behind the desk. Oh my God, he's like a crypt keeper now. Trump yeah, looks so, like a super lively guy compared to this guy. So it is all true, right? I mean, these people are not going to do any of this stuff because I know sometimes we get the feeling that they are going to do it from their, based on some of their voting records in the past for, for roll calls and all, but you can see that this is all so well orchestrated in a way that we believe that when it comes to push and shoves, Democrats will do it. But but we, we know that these roll calls don't mean anything now because these things are all pre-planned. So of course they're gonna vote that way when they know there's no consequences to doing it because uh, that, what best way to convince people that uh, you know, you're going to back it, back your whatever your save it action. Then when you actually have a fake roll call, and when you when you do a vote, so oh, so you, we see Bernie voting no for something, and I was like, okay, so this, this guy's good. He's going to do it. He he's not full of shit. He he backs it up. So 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 you know. So but what we don't realize is that he's voting no because he knows that. Uh, you know he can he can do it and the outcome will not change but <laughs> because uh, uh, but uh, you know you, you Listen, never see when, another roll call for that again so. when they had the when they had the shot when they had the numbers to completely defang mm. Nancy Pelosi or force the vote they all mm. crumbled mm. and she is hardly like a big thing in terms of the big things that we need to do right she's a step towards doing those big yeah. things they couldn't even take yeah. that first step and in fact now uh, someone said the same thing about this fight for 15 they're like they're not going to do it for five for fifteen either, so they're just completely useless, all of them. Yeah, so, so they won't do it. So uh, you can expect the same thing for everything else that uh, all the other sacred cows that there's certain Democrats tout, you know, like Medicare for all or eliminating student debt or military industrial complex, which I think is the biggest one. Oh, let me stop you right there. You just mentioned Medicare for all, right? You'll never guess what yeah. happened last week. When Biden declared after like getting off his like you know senile ass the the state of emergency for Texas, Texas, guess, yeah, guess what that Medicare included? For Medicare, Medicare for all for, all for everybody. Yeah. It it seemed yeah. to have been like gone under the radar. I'm like, if you can do it for one state, why can't you do it for all states? Mm. I wonder though how long that Medicare for all is going to last. I think the Texans should uh, take advantage of this and try and uh, Hold drag it, it out uh, forever <laughs> yeah and once you get it you don't need to let it go right well it's texas they're kind of stupid Come i mean that's why oh they're in the place God, they're in yeah. in fact yeah. they're they're the only state in the country that has its own power grid right and only the the counties that are uh, in the next to adjoining states like on the border they had power yeah. everything else went yeah. black 
Yeah. So okay. So the, uh, it, it did. It did look like it could have been something big, but I think it's uh, the worst is over now, right? So. Well, that's um, because the weather is. You yeah. Know, so, so, so so the weather. <laughs> but I mean, it's funny seeing Texas like covered in snow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so it did. So this was a polar vortex of some sort, right? So, yeah. I, th- I think. Uh, okay, so I think uh, you can learn from this, and uh, and more maybe there are some improvements you can do to the natural gas. But I, I, uh, you get the feeling when you look back at it now. Everyone tried to politicize this more. Than well, <laughs> it's I, I don't. I, I yeah, find yeah, it so yeah. funny and that not us, not not us, but. I mean, yeah. I was very concerned for that girl who stays and lives right. in Texas, you know. So because yeah. she couldn't talk to me for a whole day, and she said she felt like she was going to die. So, um, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, because uh, she was g- having hypothermia. So, um, yeah. Crazy. So um, imagine, like, if an, like you said, like the German yeah. example, if you're like an old yeah. person living alone, yeah. and yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. power and there's no water. Yeah. In fact, some of them had to boil water, but with what? There's no heat. There's no freaking electricity. There's nothing to boil water with. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I, I, I'm very really because I know that Texas has a lot of animals as well. So well, you know, apparently there a lot of them suffered and died. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I, they have a lot of exotic animals as well, right? Like tigers and all monkeys and all wow. that shit. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I was very concerned, but uh, I think the worst is over. Thank goodness. So, but uh, there, there are things you can learn from this. Uh, one is of course how to get that gas out when it's frozen, when your pipes are frozen, like under those conditions especially if this these type of things are likely to return from because of the irregular weather patterns now we tend to see sometimes you know i don't get this uh, what aoc was doing she went and did this fundraiser which no one is criticizing because right? she hates ted cruz right they have no they i know but what well, you would think that when something like this happens you as a lawmaker try to figure out how to create laws that can have a more of a direct impact on people than a two or three million dollar fundraiser when something like this happens, you as a politician, your job is to express concern over around and have some empathy, not politicize it like the way these people like AOC did and doing all these massive media spectacles. You know, I mean, you're supposed to represent the country and, you know, the people and, uh, and uh, you know, work with everyone to form solutions, not point fingers. She and said Ted Cruz tried to kill her. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, not point. Not uh, this is such childish behavior, especially, and 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 even the way the people reacted to it, you know, like Jank Huger going off at Joe Rogan. What the fuck was that about? You been on his show, and you know, I've seen occasions where people would come on Joe Rogan's show and pick on people like Jank Huger and Joe Jank. Joe Rogan will say, you know, he's been on my show. He said, I think he means well. You know, he he's stuck up. Joe 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 has many weaknesses, but he's always stuck up for people. Uh, who has been on a show? You well, know, I think what's uh, what's happening here? Yeah. That yeah. whole Jen Kuger, AOC, and all this like this in yeah. like every like AOC had a chance for to work with Ted Cruz on on a lot. Yeah. So I think yeah. he wanted to work yeah. on that uh, GameStop thing, right? And she yeah. was like, "You try to murder me, right?" And she yeah, t- yeah, completely yeah. took <laughs> it into that direction. But I think what's happened, like you mentioned, cancel culture before, right? Now, yeah. as you know, House Democrats are trying to deplatform Fox News. So these okay. guys have become the ultimate fascists, where they want deplatform anyone they don't agree with. It's always mm. the Republicans that are bad, first of all, right? Then it's going to be yeah. like um, you know, left of Republicans, and soon it's of course going to go. It's already gone on to the left. Like so many Patreon has deplatformed the uh, uh, the last American vagabond, etc. Right? So uh, okay. this this whole cancel culture thing is just like, and they're 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 leading the charge for this. So these guys okay. are worse than Trump. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they are worse. Than, I, I mean, they, 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 I think what Trump's, I, to me, Trump's worst quality was that he was ineffective in ge- in, in controlling anyone. Well, and, and then he pushed, he, he helped push their narrative. He was yeah, like he, a willing, was, dumb fuck who yeah, went along would, with the he, capital riot and was a pawn in their game. Just just look at uh, the, the the summer riots, you know. The, 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 he couldn't do a goddamn thing. The police looked like chumps. I mean... Uh, when you look at, look back at uh, how everything the media narrative was, you think a dictator could do that? You think? Oh yeah, he was a dictator. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you think Xi Jinping, if people were burning uh, thousands of buildings, uh, <laughs> would tolerate that? Well, guess what? Uh, now Biden's yeah. in, and the troops are going to yeah. be in DC till the end of the year for some reason. Ah, uh, yeah. So yeah. So. Now the cops are in full effect and, now, and it's massive super spread as well, right? So that was yeah, that, uh, yeah. yeah. And the worst part is the way it's one of these lawmakers. I don't know what her name was. She was she was having a go at that old man who sat on the Nancy Pelosi's desk, you know, like during a court hearing or whatever. Okay. And she's talking about she looks out of the window and how disgusted she is to see these troops walking around. I mean, like, you work for the American people and you're disgusted to see these men in uniform protecting you outside. That's I mean, weird, yeah. you have one of the most insulated lives in the world and. And you should feel a little bit, uh, you know, like you scared need to feel that threat, you need. Threatened by the people. You need to feel a little bit scared that, that you need this type of security to protect you because for the longest time you also have been fucking people over and getting away with it, you know. And now it's a code. This is a reminder of what the consequences for that. So you know, like uh, I mean, like. But God, the problem is the problem is the first riot that took place in the capital was, in all in all sense of purposes, for Trump. I yeah, can't think so. of a worse reason. So now <laughs> they know what's going to happen when people are pissed. Don't forget, they did a study. Washington Post had an article out, right? They said the majority of the people in the Trump riot were people under extreme financial stress, right? Which is like 99% of this country. They don't yeah. want the desperate people ever again encroaching upon the hallowed halls of Congress, right? So yeah. now they're going to set in wheels in motion that if you protest at your city council, you'll be arrested. You protest... I mean, I think there's a... West Virginia passed a law the other day. They've banned unions in public sector. So this all this stuff is happening, like de-censoring, de-platforming, de- you can uh, take part in protests. I remember when Bush did free speech zones, that was such a big thing, and now it's like yeah. free speech zones. We'd be lucky if you have any speech, you know? Okay. So if that whole city hall occupation from 2010 occurred, now oh, they're oh my God, they're, yeah. Well, the they're, Obama they're knocked their heads out anyway. I mean, they... Yeah, they they complete. In fact, that was the they they made an analogy to was that during the GameStop thing. They said that that's yeah. the New York. But guess what? That whole GameStop thing, the Wall Street people won at the end. No one's talking about it yeah. anymore. You know why? Because they won, and Reddit yeah. is lost. Yeah, of course. I mean, they, you knew they were going to eventually lose. Of you course. Know? So, but it, it wasn't about the eventual outcome. It was about uh, how Headlines. the world. Yeah, how uh, how the world reacted and what uh, you saw. You saw. You saw how. When people who have vested interests came out, I mean, it was it was a moment of where things were exposed. That that that's what's great about the GameStop thing. It wasn't like we all knew what the outcome was going to be, but it was more about the how, how you know the no ordinary people had this tremendous opportunity to expose a, a, everyone from around. But they, the world. first of all, so, I yeah. mean, I knew the story was going nowhere because immediately that bank got bailed out. I mean, that hedge yeah. fund got bailed out by another hedge fund, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. these guys play for the long game. The Redditors don't yeah. play for the long term. Yeah. To them, a day is a long term, right? 
So I mean, exactly. but the thing is, they made and there was all these you'll have all these Katie Porters and you know Elizabeth Warrens yelling at like bankers in the in the Senate and stuff or the House yeah, and yeah. and you know they'll be like, oh, they're so progressive. But you know what? They don't do shit at the end of the day. These people are like for. In fact, the uh, the rules for Wall Street are in favor for rich rich like established players, small bit players will always get screwed. It's like the house in Las Vegas. Yeah. So, and uh, and definitely you can see that, uh, I mean, when you look at how wealthy a lot of these Congress people are, it's, it's not like they, I mean, the, there is no visible investment. They, you see, the, you know, they, they haven't really expanded. They, it's not like, like exactly these people are building a businessman or something like that. They don't have any spend. So how do they end up with like hundreds of millions of dollars in their bank account? So they they, they get taken care of. So of course, uh, you know that a lot of that money has to come from the corporate sector anyway, in some way or the other. I mean, they, they will have a book out and you know they won't sell for call, but for some reason they still end up in the bestseller list because that's just, uh, you know, New York Times makes sure that it's propped up there and kept there for a while, the, you know long enough for them to uh, to have some money funneled in from some way or the other. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, so, yeah, those Katie Porters and all, they, they get looked after in some way or the other. And, and unlike in the past where, you know, we can live, see the uh, lobby money coming visibly into a campaign now, now it's a far more sophisticated. But people like Michael Bloomberg have, you know, invested ground up in a way that... Uh, it's very hard to now trace how money actually goes into politicians' pockets anymore. So, uh, so, so the open secrets—they they can't tell us exactly how these politicians. Well, listen, if you're anymore. Trump, you're obviously corrupt, yeah. and that's all we care about, right? Yeah, but but that's but but the thing is, one thing about Trump's campaign though was it's, it's a far more transparent than the kind of campaigns that Democrats currently have now. They're right now. The Democrat campaigns that uh, the, the Bloomberg machine, people like Bloomberg, they have, they see and George Soros, yeah, they, they have be, they have invested in a whole different type of, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, the type of uh, nuts and bolts. Uh, I think I think machine. what yeah. I think what they figured out also these uh, politicians is that they figured out that to keep themselves relevant, like if I'm Pelosi, yeah. right, instead yeah. of so, instead of sidelining AOC. Let her be leading the charge for whatever I want by twisting yeah. things ar- things around, right? So now AOC is for censorship. She's for like you try to kill me, and we're gonna have these troops in here. And when Biden bombs a place, so they realize that the messaging like let's let's co-op this fake squad, right? And they'll do what yeah. we want, and and, le- and people and people will listen to them because they're considered the good people. It- and people like AOC are a product of these type of investments that people like Bloomberg have done over the years. Right, uh, yep, yep. They, they, you know, these, these type of actors, uh, Stacey Abrahams, so you, you, if you actually look into their whole college record and how they came to the power and how they yep. came to the spotlight, you can you can easily trace it back to how uh, they, were, they were a product of uh, all these grant monies and uh, all these... Uh, all these so-called yeah 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 so-called institutes that people like bloomberg has invested in every little town in in every corner of america yeah and these are the type of money in politics that we can't trace anymore so and it's a we need a new system to actually uh, and also this is never going to be this is also never going to be broadcast in any mainstream in uh, any kind of like newsweek time whatever forbes like this shit will never be there it's like you know there's I think there's too much money invested in like sides fighting each other 
And yeah. that helps them because if the sides fight each other, the people don't realize that it's just one class that's oppressing them and to go for them with the pitchforks. I mean, remember Obama telling the one percenters, hey, I'm, pre- I'm protecting you from the pitchforks. People thought it was the other way around where he was trying to like help the pitchforks and he threatened the one percent. He was actually saving them. He actually said, hey, guess what? It's, f- it's me who's saving your ass, you know, <laughs> which is why he didn't put any bankers in jail to begin with. I think one guy went to jail. He was like some low-level guy. But there was no, like, Jimmy Diamond is still hanging around, man. Cancer on this economy. Along with that uh, bald fuck from the Goldman Sachs. What's his name? I keep forgetting. It's always bald. They always have <laughs> fucking... Well, they, Bezos they, too, right? Yeah, they all, they all fucking... Miss. You can see they started on the male pattern baldness at the age of 16. A lot of these men, he has a uh, bald, hunched neck. You know, they're not... They hardly look like men. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's uh, their money that talks, right? Bullshit walks yeah. a marathon. Yeah. So I guess that uh, does it for this week's uh, Beyond Narratives. We are slowly pecking in on the sheet that covers all this mess. And we'll be back in two days with a new episode. Yeah. Chris, got yeah. any I'll last words then, to say? Man. No, I mean, the, the, the last words uh, I want to say is, uh, yeah, so everyone, um, so we can now see uh, how, uh, I, I mean, for those of you, uh, those people who think that this is all just a conspiracy and we are just gaslighting, uh, no, we are not fucking gaslighting. You you can see from the way, uh, you know, you can see from uh, how, how the Democrats are reacting to the Syria bombing and you can see the hypocrisy. I mean, this is, uh, we, we used to make fun of Trump's, uh, tweets uh, you know because uh, you know you can see the hypocrisy in Trump's Trump's tweets but uh, look at the Democrats look at look at what the press secretary White House press secretary look at what she tweeted a few years back and look what she's tweeting today look how the squad and everyone uh, sort of you know silent I mean you can see that they have pushed back but not in a way that counts so it's you can see how fake it is you can see how fake uh, you can see the biden's refusal to give a 15 dollar you know an hour minimum wage you, you, when it comes to when push comes to shove these people won't do it because there's too much uh, you know they are an investment for certain for big, like big corporations so there's there's going to be no significant change regardless of uh, who you vote to power so with this duopoly so i mean that's and it is very visible now i mean i mean if, if you don't see it now you're a retard so <laughs> you're a moron sorry <laughs> yeah you're gonna be cancelled you know? yeah if, 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 if you don't see it now you are truly you truly got your head up your ass so um yeah and uh, i just want you to keep that in mind that's that's uh, i mean uh, we need to keep reminding you people these things every time it happens not because we want to gaslight you or, or we are sort of closeted for Trump supporters or anything like that, but we need to remind you because uh, if we don't, then uh, you know you're just gonna forget it. The next t- tomorrow is another day. You will be like you know back on the Biden wagon or whatever. And don't forget, there's and, a considered yeah. uh, like a complete messaging, <coughs> unison, uh, unified thing happening where they're literally making left go right up goes down kind of thing you know like for example when the last american vagabond got uh, deplatformed from patreon he was citing sources like the new york times washington post and they said that he was selling covid misinformation and he goes i am actually citing sources in mainstream newspapers right and yeah they were also trying they canceled him for content behind a paywall 
it wasn't even public content, right? So I think mm. what's also happening is that there's a very considered effort in trying to like sort of, uh, I would say, turn facts, literally alternative facts have become normal now. Trump Trump may have like parodied it with, uh, what's her name, uh, Kellyanne Conway saying it, but it's the same thing. It's just as long as you do it in civility. That's the main thing. If you're civil, you can drop all the bombs you want. And if you hold your hand like Obama, you're fine. And I think they've transposed that. You know, the reason they're going after, for example, um, uh, in in the Capitol riot, the reason they're going, uh, like, you know, they get so annoyed usually is because civility right if you're not civil yeah. you know like they they so i think they've i think the country sort of had a bit of that so what happens is when when something really like the capital riot happens now don't forget the capital riot didn't affect anybody in this country at all like zero yeah. people got affected but yeah. it's bigger than minimum wage it's bigger than covid it's bigger than the wars i mean are you kidding me so i think they've been able to m- message that across to well the shit lib first and then they it trickles down from coastal elites into I, I don't really think it resonates much with the average american but i think the people who live in new york city and la and san francisco they're the ones who are just like oh my god the riot the capital riot like my coffee fell on my lap how could this happen so yeah. i think what we we're, we're, we're going to try and do here is uh, push that push against that narrative i don't even think that we should even tell anybody that we are not trump supporters because yeah. first of all it seems to be some kind of like um disclaimer that you have to say that yeah. before you can prove your point i think that's yeah. part of the problem right i can have my own point of view and i don't care what you think i am because i have yeah. my own point of view i shouldn't have to say hey i'm not a trump supporter for you to now start listening to me right it's got yeah. nothing to do with trump but yeah. it's gotten to that point where you have to say that I mean, you yeah. just said it like a second ago, right? We are not yeah. Trump supporters, but I think that's become like a deflective reaction that most progressives and leftists actually have because they feel like if they don't say it, people are going to think they're Trumpers. But I think like if you already think I'm a Trumper, you you're already part of that whole propaganda matrix. You've been swallowed into the blob, kind of. So our job here is to sort of push back against that and give you the facts. But yeah, that's about it for this week, and we'll be back. Uh, today is Saturday, February 27th, so we'll be back on Monday. Peace out. Yeah, take care. Peace out.